Mission 2, San Jose Avenue. From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Hello, Heather Knight, and welcome to our Hunter and Lexi Pence episode. Hello. One of the more joy-filled episodes in Total SF history, Hunter Pence retired, they've been exploring San Francisco, and we all get to rediscover it through their eyes. It's fun to watch, and you wrote a column about it. I did. It was really fun to interview Hunter Pence. He and Lexi have committed to San Francisco, even though he's done playing for the Giants, and it was really refreshing and fun to hear his upbeat reasons for why he wants to stay in the city, including how San Francisco's open-mindedness and creativity really fit with his kind of goofball persona. So it was it was a great interview. Yeah, great interview. A lot of breaking news in this interview, too. It's our first indoor podcast recording in 15 months, Heather. Uh, the most caffeinated I've ever been in my <laughs> oh, life. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll talk about that more in a little bit. But the breaking news here is the Pences are tripling down on San Francisco. They're opening up a business, a coffee pop-up in San Francisco, and it's coming up. Yes. So we'd already mentioned last year um, that they'd opened Pineapple Labs, which is a coffee and lifestyle brand. Um, they sell coffee beans and mugs and stationery and other fun stuff online. But um, they're opening a pop-up in person this weekend um, at Baseballism near Oracle Park um, for the Dodgers um, series against the Giants. The Pences will be at Baseballism on 3rd Street from um, 2 to 4 Saturday and 11 to 1 Sunday selling coffee and other goodies. Yeah, and uh, people can get a little bit more hyped for the Dodgers series. This coffee is really good. It is also really caffeinated. I drank a <laughs> lot of it. Scale of 1 to 10, Heather, how caffeinated was I during this podcast? 25. <laughs> Twenty. I was going to say like 137. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Oh my God. They had a tasting for us, which was really lovely. It, they set up the table like it looked like a wedding reception with little menus and fancy plates and napkins and um you really liked the one called rise and grind which was straight espresso that you're supposed to mix with milk but you did not mix it with milk <laughs> and i think you pounded like three of those in a row and i got really nervous i kept looking over at you and you looked super super nervous and we hadn't even started the podcast yet <laughs> um i had i had warned them i don't drink caffeine all week because if i drink caffeine during a work week um, I have a thousand ideas in my head, but I can't write any of them down. I can't do any writing. So yeah. this is a Friday afternoon, and I got my caffeine, and it hit me like five times as hard because I haven't had it all week. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you edited out some of the um, worst parts, but the very worst part came at the end when we were leaving there condo and we hear hunter saying peter peter and we look back you hadn't just forgotten like one microphone or one headset you'd forgotten an entire suitcase full of all of our podcasting equipment uh this is true uh, well we will we will <laughs> let people judge for themselves listening to this podcast super caffeinated uh once again may 22nd and 23rd that's coming up before the dodgers game at baseballism on 761 third street they're selling their latest coffee bundle and they'll also have that in-store coffee pop-up i highly recommend it the rise and grind you can also get it online at the pineapplelabs.com so hunter and lexi pence coming up i'm peter hartlob here with heather knight not currently caffeinated and this is total sf 
Thank you very much. Hello and welcome back to Total SF Hunter and Lexi Pence. Uh, we are at your table. We just drank a lot of your coffee. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> so we just had a coffee tasting that was pretty amazing. And uh, we're going to talk in a little bit about your breaking news coming up. But just talk to us a little bit about the coffee that we just drank. Yeah. Um, well, we Hunter and I started our own coffee line called the Pineapple Labs. Um, but yeah, we gave you guys a tasting of Good as Hell, which is from Indonesia. And that's the Upside Down Pineapple Cake. Did you guys like that one? That was my favorite. Loved it. Heather's Thanks favorite. Thanks for a Lizzo song, so obviously. Obviously. And then we have the Rise and Grind, uh, which is what we will be releasing this month with Baseballism, a collaboration with Baseballism. And 100% of the profits of that one go to a charity called uh, Pigeon. And then the third one is the Summer Yum, which is a specialty drink. No no caffeine in that one. No coffee. Um, that's just a fun non-caffeinated drink that I wanted you guys to try. So this is the first time I've been caffeinated in five days. And the Rise and Grind in particular, I loved them all. But the Rise and Grind in particular, I'm like Gollum with Lord of the Ring now. <laughs> like, like, I like really like you guys. I watch your videos, Lexi. Aww, Hunter, thanks, I've been watching your games for a long time. I don't know what would happen if you tried to take this from me. <laughs> you had a lot of it. None of that matters. Yeah, and, and, and the Rise and Grind is, a, is concentrated coffee. Yeah, so that's a it cold is, brew. Uh, so that one's the cold brew. We did, the, we did a drip coffee for the good as hell, which is Heather's favorite. And then we did a concentrate, a cold brew concentrate for the Rise and Grind, which is... You're going to be, um, yeah. But it's so Tasting delicious. I'm with hearing. you. <laughs> I'm with you. I honestly, like, I'm addicted to it as well. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's a good. It came out really nice. Well, Heather, you may be taking over here because uh, I'm, I'm... I don't know what's going to happen to you. <laughs> yeah, she's, You're in outer space. She's very worried right He's now. He's going to go on a quick jog. <laughs> You're going to be awake till Monday. Yeah. yeah. You, need, uh, you need me to build a house? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Well, we've got some breaking news today, and uh, I thought we'd just start with that. Um, you know, you've got a, a, a business coming up, a pop-up, and uh, it's kind of connected to the coffee that we just drank. Yeah, you just said it. We're doing a <laughs> pop-up, uh, which is really exciting. Pineapple Labs will be doing a pop-up in the baseballs and store um, coming May 22nd and 23rd, and we'll be serving coffee. You can come in. You can buy the Summer Yum, which is one of the drinks that you guys tried today. That's um, non-caffeinated. Non-caffeinated. For the, for the non-coffee for the non-coffee drinkers. Non-coffee drinkers. It's like a pineapple um, lemonade. Yeah. You guys can try this uh, cold brew that Peter is raving about. Thank you. And of course, the good as hell, um, which was Heather's favorite, will all be served at the pop-up. And so you will, can, will you both be there? We will both be there. Yes. And pretty much, if you come in, you buy a bundle, um, one of these bundles that you guys um, have here. It's a coffee, a baseballism hat, and um, a mug. All it's like a special edition, limited run. And if you come in and buy it, you get a free coffee. But you can also come in and buy coffee as well. Mm-hmm. And the proceeds are going to pitch in. Pitch in. <laughs> which, and what does pitch in do? Pitch in helps with getting gear for kids because the equipment is really expensive for a lot of play, a lot of kids, mm-hmm. and we want as many people to be able to play baseball and softball. Um, so it's it's for both both sports, and uh, yeah, it basically just helps provide equipment so more kids have an yeah, opportunity to play. Yeah, they can't share equipment anymore. So it's so. even more expensive now with COVID protocols and things. Yeah. Yeah. So give me kind of the 30,000 foot view here, because when you came on last time, we invited you on the podcast and you're like, hey, does the Chronicle have a charity? 
And then all of a sudden, you guys have a coffee blend for the Chronicle that made money for our season of sharing yeah. uh, charity, which we're really which thankful for. We're thankful that you guys wanted to team up with us. That it's was fun super to do, cool. Do things together for for others. It's great. Yeah. 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 So this seems like I mean, Pineapple Labs. How did it start, and and how does this pop up fit in? Is this kind of like the next step for you guys to maybe maybe more of the physical? people can come up and get it type of thing? Yeah, I mean, it started, obviously Hunter and I went around, we travel so much with him in baseball. So we went around and did a ton of coffee reviews. We probably have been to over, I don't know, how many coffee shops do you think we've done? Um, it's a lot. And we've only documented the ones that like we really, really like. like. So we like, we'll never, coffee, we'll so never, you guys so we, don't have to. We'll never, we'll never put one that we don't like the coffee at. Yeah, anymore. yeah. Um, we just want to shine light on, on people doing great work. So I think the next, step for us just made sense to start our own coffee line coffee that we really enjoyed coffee the more and more we learned about specialty coffee the more and more we fell in love with the process what it does for the climate what it does for farmers in these you know um underdeveloped countries what it means to them for us to pay fair trade prices and you know just it became an important it's a coffee family it's a it's a community yeah. it's an, and it impacts uh, a large scale and many people and helps you know their country make a, a lot of people make a living uh, it also it also coffee brings people together and, and and it's an experience and it's people that have a love for the earth and a love for uh, doing something great with their craft so it is. I just love that that this like one cup of coffee is like means it's connected it's a chain of events that just it puts so much love and thoughtful like thoughtfulness into it and I just love that idea right like it's not just a cup of coffee it's so much more than that mm-hmm. and the more I learned about it the more I fell in love with it so for me this was just the next step I've gotten more and more passionate about it and I can I mean poor Heather had to listen to me give her <laughs> all the nerdy coffee stuff and about the farmers and all that stuff but um, it really is important to me and 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 yeah, like being able to share it with people and being able to see you guys come over and enjoy this coffee tasting was so, it meant so much to me and, and to welcome people and to have this conversation and um, yeah, and to just enjoy and get caffeinated and, and what are we going to do next, you know? So now That's the, what we want to ask you. Are you going to open your own coffee shop? I would love to open my own coffee shop. Um, we have one in Houston called Coral Sword, which is gaming and coffee and wine and beer. Um, but I think this one would be more specialized uh, for like I don't know these these kind of um, pineapple labs is kind of the the Lexi creativity and it it came from like honestly um, doing like some self awareness work with journaling her passions and uh, it's just like a lot of the stuff that she loves and and uh, it's her creativity and it's got a lot of her flair so like Coral Sword was kind of the my, the gamer in me and and building like the Dungeons and Dragons basement where you can have a really great <laughs> cup of coffee and a beer and a good time and an inclusive environment and and Pineapple Labs is kind of like like Lexi likes stationery and she makes pens and we have cute little stickers and creative mugs so it's uh, it's got a lot of her essence and a lot of her creativity and a lot of her love and beauty and sweetness in it. So yes, I would love to do one where it's like as if you were coming to my house to have a cup of coffee with me would be the best way I could describe that. Well, I don't know if you know how hard it is to open a small business in San Francisco. Yeah, so. it, it's, it's uh, very we know hard. from Houston, and it's not as expensive there. It's way easier there. Ooh, it's we, like a gauntlet here. 
Yeah. 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 That's why it's it's definitely not easy, but we're excited. That that's why I'm doing a pop up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna dip a toe in, see how it goes, and yeah. and we'll go from there. Well, if you ever decide to open a store, let me know, and I will track from beginning to end. It'll be probably like a three year journey. Oh, wow. oh <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Heather, yeah. you're gonna make them move away. I know. <laughs> no, no, we love San Francisco. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Even our coffee shop in Houston that took about three to four years too from well, development. Gosh. From start, from yeah, it took forever to open the to seed open. to where we were open, and we're still so. just trying to stay open. But but you can't rush the process. When there's some things that are so, so special to do, you can't rush the process, and I don't think you want to. Wow, that that could be the slogan for the Department of Building Inspection. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> can't, rush the can't rush the process. Everyone loves to hear that. <laughs> so so tell us again, what are the dates? Um, anybody can show up and, and have this experience. Up. Yeah, May twenty yeah. second, May twenty third. It's the Giants Dodgers rivalry oh. weekend. Hunter and I will be there, slinging out some coffees. Um, so you definitely want to come check it out. It'll be two hours before the game time. So uh, two to four on Saturday and eleven to one on Sunday. And come grab some coffee, come buy some bundles. Um, get hype before you get hype. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, come say hi and, and check us out. Let me know what you think of the coffee. I also have to give a big thank you to St. Frank's Coffee for helping me out with this. I don't think this would be possible without them. So Kevin Bolin, who owns St. Frank's, really has helped me out, helped me brew, helped me get everything together. And um, yeah, I'm just super appreciative of them. Awesome people. And their coffee is amazing, Their too. coffee is amazing. I don't know if you all, have you been there? No, no, no. Okay. Oh, you guys need to, let's just go now. Okay. <laughs> Forget the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, we got the dates. And at Rise and Grind, what, you tell me, Hunter, if you gave some Rise and Grind to just, you know, the batting lineup that day, is that going to help or hurt? Uh, help, for okay. sure. So there was definitely. Um, Not that they need it. Their first place. It? And we, yeah. we used to get, like, um, be, you know, I definitely, ha- like, with, with regards to Arizona, so spring training, I would get, like, huge kegs for the whole um basically for for everyone in spring training like the 50 60 players and they'd bring them in for the breakfast from um what was the name cartel. of that cartel yeah so we would buy like these huge barrels of cold brew and it would just be on tap for everyone to get ready you for like the, the games beer kegs? and then they they like i did it like a couple like a couple of them and they liked it so much the giants started buying them and now they have like this little partnership and they always have cold brew at, at, at <laughs> spring training for the team nice yeah why well, I, I wanted to um uh, take you back um, August 24th 2020 and you play your last game as a giant and I remember thinking you know watching getting the news and thinking um, well Lexi and Hunter it was great to have him I hope they come and visit they're gonna maybe go back to Texas or Arizona or whatever I hope he's doing okay you know and, and then you show up in a boat <laughs> I mean, that was the answer. You guys show up in a boat with a sign rooting on your teammates. I just wanted you to take me back to that day and what that was like, um, what you were thinking. And it, to me, it felt like the beginning of your journey, another journey in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, you know, it was actually, so it wasn't the day after we were released or whatever. Um, it was the last game of the season and they were one game away from like if they win they go to the playoffs so it was a big yeah. game obviously and um you know we were staying in town because we were deep in the and you know COVID times uh, uh, last year it was a very crazy year obviously and you know I was just rooting on the guys enjoying the the crazy season the awesome season they were having and no one expected them to be you know making a playoff push but I knew the work that they were putting in and I knew how good they were and 
honestly, I, I've always, as a as a player, wanted to like watch a game in McCovey Cove. I want I want to get in a kayak <laughs> one day. I'm not done, uh, but we were like, let's go. Let's like make a sign and like just like charge them on, and like, it'd be a good way to like. You know, say hello to a lot of fans in McCovey Cove and, and sign some autographs and Can give I a big thank you. Yeah, just a thank you for like the crazy support and to come have a good good time with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that seemed like I don't know. I remember watching it and just feeling so good about it. And uh, uh, how was that day for you, Lexi? It was awesome. I had gone to McCovey Cove with some of the other wives earlier that season, and I was like, I came home and I was like, Hunter, you have to do McCovey Cove at some point. Like, it's insane out there. It's so much fun. Everyone's just in a great mood. Enjoy, like, the sun shining, the water. I don't even think I, it was funny because you hit a home run that day when I was in McCovey Cove, um, which was super, super cool. But that should have gone more. I know. I should have just stayed out there, right? <laughs> still um, be playing that. But, it was just so fun to be out there with everyone and, and see the the welcome he got and just the amount of love that he received that day. And I, it was just fun. It's just fun to go with Hunter now to baseball games, you know? That, that was the only game we've been to so far. But You get to actually hang out with him during the game. It's so fun, <laughs> yeah. I have actually enjoyed going with you than watching you. I, I can't I, wait to take him to the Gotham Club. That's going to well, be super I, fun. You know, you don't think about it, but you've probably never eaten the food at no. no, at Oracle Park, it's good. Garlic fries or what? any of no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no one can sandwiches. believe this. Um, I've heard it's really good. Yeah, the food there is amazing. Yeah, I've had it obviously, but I'm excited for him to try it. There'll be a day. There'll be a day. Yeah, maybe we'll do a food tour there. It'll be fun. So, when you retired, did you do have a discussion? Like, are you staying in San Francisco? Was that a conversation, or did you just know this is home and we're not going anywhere? Yeah, I think we kind of just knew that like this is kind of home for now you know maybe one day we'll get a house that's what they say you're supposed to do i don't know um but for right now like we're super happy here and this is home we got married this is where we met we got married here where'd you get married um the greek church in oakland actually and then we had a reception at epic steak Hmm. um which was just like so out of this world and majestic just having the bridge there and everything and yeah so for now this is home and we love it here we love spending time here and I don't know. It's yeah. just so special. We'll probably here. always be connected to San Francisco in one way or another. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, like we're still figuring out like the whole process or whatever because we have like, like what's next. We have connections with Houston and our businesses. And, yeah. Uh, hopefully, as things clear up around the nation and stuff, we can spend some time with with there and spend some time with our family in Southern California. But there will always be a home base here in San Francisco for sure. What do you love about it, Hunter? About San Francisco? Yeah. There's so much. I have so much to like be thankful for in this city. First and foremost, it like helped me come out of my shell and embrace my eccentricness and my weirdness. Uh, <laughs> so I'm really thankful for the city spirit and kind of the message behind it, the open-mindedness, the creativity. I love the art. I love the restaurants. I love the people. I love the fans. I love the, the sports in the area. Um, you know, I love I love the nature. I love the redwoods. You guys, we love the stadium. <laughs> I am caffeinated, <laughs> and I love everybody. Yeah. But no, there's so there's quite a bit. Um, you know, and it really the biggest the biggest thing if I if I could say anything was just the uh, allowing me to come out of my shell and the uh, the open mindedness and acceptance of my weirdness. <laughs> we love weirdness in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I like and me too. <laughs> so many people are leaving the Bay Area during the pandemic, and we lost a lot of people from San Francisco many went to Miami and Austin Texas and um, other places did you ever consider that or do you did you kind of want to stick it out 
in San Francisco, even though we're going through a rough time in the city. I mean, we were, we weren't planning on leaving, you know? Um, and, and I, I think that the community will come back, you know, as it opens up because San Francisco was extremely strict, um, on the COVID. And I think for good reason, because it just, uh, it makes a lot of sense to really protect everyone and, uh, every life matters and to be as safe as possible. Um, but it, I feel it's opening back up, uh, you know, really well. And, and I think we have a lot to give back to this community to, to get it back up and running. And there's a lot of inspiration in the nature and, uh, there's a lot of, you know, just powerful energy in this city. Yeah. And I think this city gave us so much that we want to give back to it as much as we can. Um, which is why we're trying to, you know, highlight as many, you know, specialty coffee shops as we can and as many restaurants as we can and where you can help out, where we can help out, what we can do together to kind of, make sure SF is still thriving, right? Yeah. I just love watching you on Let's Get Lexi discovering San Francisco. I mean, like you're doing this tour that we kind of sort of get to live through you, but it's through fresh eyes in the city. Yeah. Um, Molinari's, uh, Buena Vista Cafe, shout out Buena Vista. Yeah, uh, that several was so fun. That was so fun. You have to go to Buena Vista. Uh, Ritual and, and all the coffee shops you visited. Um, during the season, with all everything that's going on, did you have a chance to do that? Because you've been here since at least 2013. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've explored SF quite a bit. But like you said, it, watching Hunter go through it with fresh eyes is like a totally different experience. I think, I would imagine it's like, I mean, I don't have kids, but I would imagine it's like seeing stuff for the first time through your kid's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Hunter's my kid, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I definitely have a childish spirit. Yeah, childlike I have a playful spirit, childlike yeah. spirit. Um, so getting to watch him like try these places and obviously there's some places that I've, I've gone to for the first time, but like Buena Vista and, um, Molinari's and we had a great day at Italian athletic club where we just got to sit on the porch and just hang out and, and check out their space and walking our dog Foxy through, uh, Golden Gate Park. Yeah. And there's so many beautiful trees and like. We actually went on the day that, like, San Francisco first started opening up and, like, seeing everyone picnic and, like, everyone having their good time and, like, watching all the people roller skating in this roller skating rink. (laughs) And uh, that was one of, like, I love Golden Gate Park. That was super. There's just so many amazing places to go. Yeah, and I think with so many things opening up, you feel like you're like, we should go to that. You know, like you see like a pop-up on your Instagram yeah. that it's open Seems more again. exciting. Yeah, you're like, we should definitely go to that. You know, like the Van Goghs that we're like, we're going, you know? <laughs> um, so I think that makes it super fun and exciting again now that things are opening up. So it's just, I don't know, it's just a fun city. There's always something to do. Even if you are just like walking down the street, it feels, I don't know, it feels like an adventure. We'll be right back after this short break. <laughs> if you saw the skate in place, then you were on JFK Drive, which has been closed to cars right. during the pandemic. And I kind of love that. Yeah, we are big advocates for keeping it that way permanently. There's a fight at City Hall over it. But can we get Hunter and Lexi to go on the record car-free JFK Drive forever? <laughs> I'm going to say car-free. <laughs> I enjoyed the car-free JFK Drive. I enjoyed the drive. car-free, yeah. <laughs> Hunter and Lexi for a car-free JFK Drive. <laughs> what are, but I don't know the argument for the other side. But It's for, just people who like to drive. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it car free personally. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me let me ask you, Heather, what are some things that they should discover? Because we're coming out of the pandemic here. A couple things are opening up. So yeah. I think just like giving a couple of tips yeah. for Hunter and Lexi here might be a good idea. Have you done the Great Highway? That's also car free. 
So what that's the, the, the long stretch of flat road along Ocean Beach, which used to be just a regular highway. They also closed that, similar to JFK Drive. And it's basically this amazing like boardwalk, roller skating. We've seen um, a guy on a go-kart, like Mario Kart, um, bicycles, jogging, walking, skateboards. Yeah, it just, it, seems, it just seems so nice to have that, that space to you know, just do what exercise and, you know, admire this great nature that's around. And I do think, you know, now that I've kind of heard the only other side is that cars just want to drive there. If it's not, if it's not like making a bunch of traffic, it just, at least the the Golden Gate Park that I was in, it seemed like a really benefit to humanity just to have that open for good times and fun vibes. Yeah, yeah. So Who doesn't gr- want it open for good times? And fun vibes. <laughs> and fun vibes. I mean, I don't know. So great highway with Foxy. You're going to see like kids learning to ride their bike. You're going to see oh, old I and young. Yeah. Public such art. a great cross-section. Public mm-hmm. art. And the sand dunes are right there. And then you look over and you have the ocean. It's beautiful. Go at sunset. Go at okay. sunset. Oh, sand dunes and Foxy. That should be <laughs> that really fun for great. us, well, What's the beach that we were taking Foxy and we Funston. finally got her off? We got we got Foxy off her leash for the first time at Funston. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah, we let her we let her off the leash. It was really. We were both terrified. Uh, we started with her having her like forty foot like, <laughs> leash on her so she wasn't yeah. too fast, and then it was like tangling people up in the legs. And yeah. we're like, oh, we can't keep clipping people like yeah, this. Yeah, so we let her go. But it was fun. She it was, was fun to girl. watch her she in the ocean. So, uh, so what, what was this, the, the Great Highway with the sand dunes, mm-hmm. what's it called again? Great Highway. The Great Highway. Highway. Well, now they're calling it the Great Walkway. The Great oh, Walkway. the Great Walkway. I want to check it out. Yeah, nice. it's really fun. What else should they do? Uh, Musée Mécanique. Yeah. Which is basically this giant arcade in a warehouse at Fisherman's Wharf. You can go to Buena Vista Cafe, get your Irish coffees, get your caffeine, walk over to Musée Mécanique. Everything from like 80s arcade stuff all the way back to 1800s mechanical games where you put a nickel in it and it like I think it still costs a nickel, a quarter at the most, and it has just absolutely this history of San Francisco entertainment in this one place with this locally owned. It's a guy. He's on roller skates. He's rolling around and he's the one fixing all the machines. It's <laughs> it's awesome. magical. It's like something from like a Harry Potter movie. You walk in there and it's just. A spectacular place, and I know you'd both love it. Yeah, it's, I feel like Wreck It Ralph probably really exists in there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I want to. I want to know what's your favorite game to play there. Okay, so I'm a uh, '80s arcade guy, so I like Robotron and the Star Wars game, the '80s Star Wars vector graphic game. Um, am I talking too fast, Heather? I, I've you had do a lot of caffeinated. coffee. <laughs> I sound very caffeinated. <laughs> Um, there's a hockey game that I played in the 70s that it's like foosball where you're moving the hockey players. Yeah, I know what with, you're talking about. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking and about. And it, it has a little, again, it's like analog. It's not totally yeah. digital. So they're keeping score, you know, like the way they did in the 70s. That's awesome. And then there's Laugh and Sal. Laugh and Sal. How do you, I, I don't know this how to explain. scary, um, big doll figure who just cackles. Like, it'll haunt your dreams. But um, she was at Playland at the beach. There used to be a carnival amusement park at Ocean Beach, and you could hear this laughing sound, ho, 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 like, <laughs> it's kind of like a clown in this big machine you put a quarter in, and she starts laughing. It sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. 
yeah, I don't know if I'm going to put a quarter in that one, but uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's just going anyway. Someone will put a quarter in it. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, go yeah. through the halls. All but, right, all right. But back when there was an amusement park on the beach, um, a lot of the actual stuff from that is in this place. So Musée Mécanique is. And yeah, also we have to check that Chinatown out. and the Golden um, Golden Gate Fortune Cookie Factory. Yes. Yeah. Well, you, hopefully, you guys will come and join yeah. me on Let's Get Lexi, and we'll yeah, let's do, do make it. a day a video out of where to go in Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah. We had a really good lunch there the other day on this um, patio above Chinatown, like Astoria. Oh, wow, that sounds Ooh. amazing. So you could see all the lanterns, and it was really cute. Ooh. Really Are you into tea at all? Are yeah. You, is there, I'm sure in Chinatown, we could find I'm always dreaming of a tea shop. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they have. I think Red Blossom is there. Right in Chinatown? Do you guys know Red Blossom at all? I've I never don't. been there. Yeah. No. We'll take you to Portsmouth Square. Okay. That's yeah. the. It's called like Chinatown's living room because a lot of people live in such little places that they don't spend their time inside their tiny apartments. They all go to the square. They yeah. play chess and cards and do tai chi and yeah. I think we we walk. We definitely walk by the square a lot when we head to coffee through yeah. there. Yeah. Um, we walk by there a lot. And then, and then speed round a little bit. I'd say Botanical Gardens and the AIDS Memorial Grove mm-hmm. in Golden Gate Park. A lot of people just like kind of walk by it. It's not one of the you know, um, you know, most uh, talked about destination attractions, whatever. Uh, but but it's uh, they're both just super chill and great place to to take a walk and uh, uh, just lovely escapes within the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Balboa Theater. Do you like independent movie houses? Yeah. 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 So they sell beer and it sits. It's not Ooh. just popcorn. It sits. I can't think of it sits without Lexi's crazy story, but I don't know if this is the time for that. We have an it sits story. What's your it sits story? You gotta story? tell your it sits story. It's a Lexi story, but yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with me. It has to do with where she lived when we first met and her roommate. Yeah. So my roommate. I had two roommates. Um, I used to work at IGN, um, and <laughs> I lived with these two guys, and they were both kind of. Um, opposites. Very opposites. Like, yeah. One guy, uh, everything always worked out for him. And, and the other guy. He just kind of skeeted so by, no. didn't really yeah. try very hard. And the other guy was like, tried really hard and like nothing ever really worked out for him. Yeah. Well, but so I don't know if this story is relevant. He, <laughs> I, I'm into it. I had this box. He, it was his birthday and he got this big box of It's It. Yeah. All he was talking about was how excited he was for these It's It's, it's on his birthday. Right? Like, like, that's all he it. wanted. This is all he wanted was his box of It's It's and he was just so excited to just go home and get into them. Right? So we all get home and our apartment had been broken into. <gasps> Yeah, so our back door was completely wide open, and my other roommate left it open. The one that everything unlocked. works out for accidentally left it unlocked. Oh. <laughs> so we get home, and there's, only- there's nothing missing from any of our places. Like, we had Xboxes, we had Playstations, we obviously worked in video games, like, we had all of it. So nothing was missing. So we were like, that's weird, maybe it just, the wind flew open? No. We James went to go open the freezer to go. He was like, "Oh well, nothing's missing. Get his its its, just bags of its its in the freezer, empty." So Whoa. the guy just came in, was an its it thief. <laughs> yeah, just ate the its its and must have left. I mean, oh that, I'm sorry. I, I've had my house burglarized and it's very <laughs> traumatic. But that's like the best burglar <laughs> I've ever but heard my of. Friend James was like, "No." <laughs> 
sorry, I can't. Of all the things. I can't do it's it without thinking on his this birthday. Story. His it's it. Oh, I wish uh, I would have. If, if I did, we ever did we get him any it's it's for that? Or, like, I feel bad. Like, yeah. Could we send him some now? It's it's, I, I, I want to refind him and get him I, some I it's wanna, it's. I want. James, all kinds I'm going to buy you things. some it's it's for your birthday. I want You're all right. I should buy to happen for him that are good. But he left all the wrappers, so that was really nice of him. Did we tell you that we made a life size it's it? That's a costume that Peter wears sometimes. No. <laughs> no, it's a mascot costume. So we do movies at the Balboa Theater, and they're San Francisco movies, and we like have you know a bagpiper or a cable car bell ringer come and entertain the crowd, and we do a big thing. So we made a paper mache life size it's it costume, Mint. which I will show you on my works. phone. There's a video of it after <laughs> we uh, have to see that. Yeah. <laughs> have I had an it's it? I don't think you've oh, ever I had need to have an it's it. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna get you an it's it. That's like. Blasphemy! I can't believe I said yeah, that. It's, 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 well, it's obviously, that's on your San Francisco it. list. <laughs> What's that? That has to be on your San Francisco list. All right, I got to get that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna jump into the lightning round. You've done Heather's lightning round. You've done before, our traditional one. Traditional already. lightning round. So we have, in honor of um, your new adventure, a partially coffee-themed lightning round. And. Uh, Ooh. Do you, you want ready, me to Heather? do the lightning round or go back and forth? Why don't we go back and forth? I like that you guys call it a lightning round, and I think Hunter and I take our sweet time <laughs> every time does. answering. Everybody We're like, uh. This is the hot seat you need to answer as fast as you can. Yeah. Come on. There have been podcasts where the lightning round is longer than the rest of the discussion. <laughs> so. um, okay, uh, first question for both of you. You take turns. Um, Lexi, you can start. How old were you when you had your first cup of coffee? It's definitely... 21 I think it's definitely in college it was in college so maybe like 1920 1920 how old was I in college 18 yeah, 19 20 around that age yeah somewhere in there somewhere in there college uh, so long ago here. Yeah, yeah. I was sadly this is embarrassing I was 12 <laughs> but surprise. it's a cute story tell yeah. why so my dad always drove me to school and he would always have his cup of coffee and he would always be drinking and I was like what is this like I wanted to be like my dad, so then I would like take a sip of it, and I was like, "Oh, that's disgusting!" But then I was like, "Give me more!" And then I like started liking it, so I would always drink my dad's coffee on the way to school. But also, <laughs> tell him about your grandma. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the story that she just like, and she was she like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, she lived till ninety eight, and she drank. Wow. She drank coffee all day, every day, every day. So that was her secret. So that was like, her secret. It's like I guess in, awesome. in my DNA to just drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, it doesn't affect them like normal people. Yeah. And your dad, there's like a father son moment. There. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll coffee. always remember. I remember just like thinking it was disgusting, and I was like, "How does my dad keep drinking this every day?" And I was, I just kept going, and then all of a sudden I started liking it. I was like, "Ah, oh, I feel like I'm one with the earth," like because he was drinking like full. Like it was, it was earthy. It was not rise and grind. It was not rise and grind. It was, it was, it was not good as hell. It was not pine, <laughs> pineapple upside down cake. <laughs> How many cups of coffee do you each have in a day? I can only have one, two when I really am loving it. Mm-hmm. But like, I have to cut myself off, or else there's no sleeping for me. Yeah. So I typically make a pot with eight cups of water. I drink the whole pot in one espresso. Shot. Sometimes too. Hunter is next level. Yeah, he is extra with the coffee. coffee. That's about where I am right now. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, two, two or three of those uh, rising grinds. You're, you're flying high, my I friend. Think, I think there are people. <laughs> I think there are people listening to this podcast who are turning it to half speed because I'm <laughs> talking so much yeah. faster than I usually do. Um, okay, this is a very 
dangerous question I'm asking you. You could get in trouble, but how would you rate San Francisco as a coffee city and what were the best and worst coffee cities on the road? I mean, San Francisco, I'd give a 10 out of 10 for sure. The coffee here is amazing. Um, St. Frank's is one of my favorites. Uh, I, I mean, there's so many great ones. Coffee movement, um, ritual. I love ritual. We've talked about ritual. And it's always a coffee experience here. So I, that's what I truly enjoy, right? Especially coffee movement. You're up on the hill. you get got a beautiful view. If you guys haven't gone, definitely check them out. You get a beautiful view um, of the city. St. Frank's, their coffee there is like... Yeah. Chef's kiss. Um, definitely one of the. We had a geisha. <laughs> we got a geisha once, which is like a really, really, like, sp- like super special kind of coffee, and it was amazing. And there's two locations of St. Frank's, and there it's it's great, and the food there is great. Everything is great about St. Frank's. I like it too because there's a good story behind so many of these places. And yeah. Again. Let's get Lexi on Ritual. I didn't know it was owned by a woman. And yeah. there's a lot of stories See? about how Learning the coffee the sourced. And so that's a cool thing. Yes, um, Ritual is also really good. And like in, especially the one in the mission is just like, that one's super oh, fun yeah. to go to. Yeah. Foxy yeah. loves going to that one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of attention. Um, but So Hunter, you're rating Coffee City and best and worst coffee cities on the road. Um, you know what? Like, this is a fun topic for me and it's hard that I don't find like a coffee shop that I really like in any city. We've always found something that usually like, sometimes it takes me longer than others, but obviously San Francisco has so many options and there's so many great coffee shops. And, uh, so it's, it's definitely a 10 out of 10. Um, but I will say my two number ones, I can give you my number ones around the country that I feel like you have to go to. If you're in Arizona, there's a place called Berdina's. And I call it the unicorn because it has crazy awesome breakfast and crazy awesome coffee. And it's so hard to have both. Uh, that's yeah, B E R D E N A S. Berdina's. Ooh, he gave you the spelling. He's not messing around. <laughs> yeah, guys. yeah, it is so good. And an a lot of people go to spring down. training there from San Francisco. So you got to check that one Tell out. Tell me, go there. Tell me, you know Hunter. There, uh, the Stevie's Big Boy Burrito is the best burrito I've ever had. Breakfast burrito. Yeah, it's a breakfast. Right. Yeah, bre- breakfast burrito. Then uh, in Washington, which it took me forever to find one, playing the Nationals, uh, a place called a Baked Joint. And when I first went there. There was really no one there, and a year later, it was like a line out the door. Like, you couldn't – it was so tough to get in. So, um, as far as, like, the worst, I don't think there's anywhere that I didn't find good coffee. Like, maybe I haven't had the best luck in Chicago just yet. But I don't – I think it – Ipsinto was, was pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I'm, I'm, like I said, they are all been good. I can't really think yeah, of Yeah, Chicago's just kind of hard because of the timing, and it, too. It, it's, it's tough to – Get around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult travel. So – so like when it's conven- when it's convenient, it's really nice. Mm. And it's not super easy in Chicago for where our hotel is. Yeah. Where the hotel is and where you, when you had to be at the field. Yeah, it's like a 30-minute drive to get to Absinto or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, this is a funny question considering Peter's current state. <laughs> Have you ever thought to yourself, maybe that was too much coffee? I only think that when it's like... One and one thirty in the morning, and I'm like, why can't I sleep? And I'm like, oh, that was too much coffee. Yeah. So not till I'm. It's one thirty in the morning. Yeah. There's been a there's been a couple times where I'll have like a really good coffee day, and I'll get to like like say I would get to working in the cage and stuff, and I'll just start getting dizzy, 
and I'll have to go get like some food because sometimes I don't even eat. I just drink all of this coffee and then start like hitting. And uh, yeah, those those have been the times where I'm like, mm, that might have been too much coffee. <laughs> don't want to be dizzy before the game. No, lightheadedness. That's when you're like, oh, this is too much. I could see with coffee, like the batting average going up, but the on base percentage going down. <laughs> Swinging at everything. <laughs> yeah, it's I definitely mean, you want to you you definitely want to make sure that you you've balanced your chemicals properly to where you're you're hype but not too hype. It's like that con- controlled hyperness. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Aggression. I can't reach my highest self unless I have coffee. So <laughs> no way, no way. Hunter, and you can both answer this, but Hunter, besides you, who was the most caffeinated member? or members of the San Francisco Giants World Series teams? Hmm. My answer is Hunter. <laughs> Besides me, who else was super caffeinated? I know Michael Morse chugged a lot of Red Bull. Okay. Like, I mean, his whole thing was Red Bull and biceps. That's how you play baseball. <laughs> Red Bull and biceps. <laughs> oh, man. What about Brand Belt, too, right? Belt doesn't ever drink coffee, hmm. but he does. He does pound a lot of Red Bulls. He's yeah. a, he's a Red Bull guy. Do you all day. do you see them pounding Red Bulls and just go, guys? I can introduce you to the finer points no. of coffee here. I mean, as as a teammate, you're like, whatever it takes, <laughs> let's go. More Red Bull. <laughs> How many have you had? Two. Get another one. <laughs> we would we would get fast twitch. I remember Scudero. Scudero would be like. Don't let them, don't let them out launch us more fast twitch. <laughs> take a shot, take a shot. A fast twitch? Yeah, we'd just be like shaking around in the water bottles, just like making sure everyone was ready for the day game. I really wish you guys could have seen Hunter doing this in reenactment of shaking fast twitch and pouring shots into people's mouths. That's what teammates do. Yeah. How is Foxy enjoying San Francisco? Uh, Foxy loves San Francisco. Uh, when she first got here, she was a little overwhelmed by, I think, a lot of the sounds, like the sirens and um, buses. the buses, because we live right next to the bus depot. Well, not the depot, but like the terminal. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was a little scared, but now she's kind of, she loves the weather. She, she loves the weather. She is such a San Francisco girl. She loves it here. Yeah. And <laughs> she, she loves little, the Embarcadero. She's so excited when she, she gets in the area. Yeah. Walks down the Embarcadero with her tail up high and says hi to every single dog <laughs> running for mayor of embarcadero I, I for sure I think she's running for mayor of the dog of yeah of so, the embarcadero i'll vote for her so yeah, how, yeah how do you know she loves the weather what are the like does she put on a patagonia quilted <laughs> yeah, jacket she has a little or? fleece that she gets excited to put she on likes her clothes um if we take her anywhere other than San Francisco, she like runs to every tree's shade, like yeah. the shadow. She, In Arizona, she, likes a she cool didn't love the weather there. So or much. LA, I mean, it was so hot. Yeah, or LA. She like, yeah, she 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 can't handle the heat. She like loves the chill weather, and like you're just watching her tail. She talks to you through her tail. Yeah, Aww. and just her body language. She just loves it, and she found two really great packs here that she goes with walking. That's where Aww. she is now. Um, pint-sized pack walks and out and about. She goes with both of them, and one does, like, a nature walk, and the other one does a city walk to kind of get her more brave to be in the city. Nice. But she loves it, and she loves the dogs here, and she loves that she can pretty much... This is such a dog-friendly city, which is amazing. There are more dogs than kids. Yeah, yeah. That's what I... Yeah. Um, (laughs) I agree. Uh, (laughs) uh, So she... I think she loves that she can come with us to a lot of... Like, we go to eat with her. We go to Barcha. She gets to sit on ground next to our table and she loves that and she loves to just go to things with us 
So Aww. I think she likes it. Well, I'm glad she's enjoying the city. Um, we're glad you're here. It, um, I mean, Heather and I, kind of our big thing is, um, you know, Heather writes really serious columns about, you know, the things that are going on in the city and, and the things that we have to do to improve it. But the other thing that we try to do is remind people why it's worth fighting for and how much more you can fall in love with the city if you explore it. And I feel like that's what you're doing. Like every step that you're taking, that's what you're doing. And, and uh, whether it's, um, you know, going into a touristy area and discover something and getting excited about it or opening up a coffee pop-up. Um, it's just so cool that you guys stuck around here and then are letting us see you enjoy the city. So let's get Lexi. Uh, people can follow your adventures there. Hunter, congratulations on, uh, I saw you on uh, NBC uh, Bay Area Sports uh, commentating there, and that was exciting. And uh, my dad said you did great. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> it was it was such an honor. It was super exciting to get to work with Greg Papa. He is so fun and and such such a just to go with the flow. He let me do my weirdness, and he had fun with it. I taught him a funny handshake, and uh, John and and Kruko are the best. So is that really going to be special. a regular thing? Uh, we'll see. I, I I I hope I get an opportunity to do it some more. So. Um, who knows when the time or when they have uh, available for me, but uh, I'd, I'd love to be available with uh, with the Giants in the baseball world. So I'm excited for it. It was a lot of fun. We, we were talking about it. They threw you right in it. You were doing a stand-up, like doing commentating at the video, which I think is the hardest thing. Um, how much is Lexi helping you? Not saying that you weren't a natural. You did great, <laughs> but you've got someone who is on camera a lot and has a lot of experience in your house. Is that... A hundred thousand percent. Alexis has helped me be so much more comfortable with like podcasts and cameras because legit our house for since we've been together has been like a studio. There's like lights and cameras everywhere. And like she's just it's made me very comfortable and confident in those situations. And uh, I made him wait to answer this question, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. On the podcast. Glad we got it in. It actually gives me a ton of confidence uh, because of all the work that I've done. And and no, was I I perfect in the first time? No. But if it wasn't for Alexis, I definitely would not be where I am right now. You're a natural. You're so good at it. It's It's been a lot of practice. You constantly impress me with what you like get thrown into and what you come out doing. I'm like, what? This person's like not human. (laughs) So you're you're doing awesome, Hunter. We're a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Lex and Hunter in the Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks again. It's been, uh, again, wonderful just to have you in the city and, and, uh, watch you exploring it. And we hope you stay and, uh, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you for letting me run my coffee tasting on you guys. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Uh, partaking in the parte. Yeah. Um, it means a lot to me, and I hope you guys enjoyed the drinks, and I hope everyone comes out and checks out the pop-up, and hopefully they enjoyed the coffee as much as you guys did. One yes, more time, sure. give us the dates and the times and how people can get there. May 22nd and May 23rd, um, during the Giants-Dodgers rivalry games. Uh, it'll be at the Baseballism store on 3rd Street. And on Saturday, it'll be from 2 to 4, and on Sunday from 11 to 1. So get caffeinated, get hyped before you head in, and cheer on the Giants. Go Giants! Yeah, yeah let's go, go Giants. Giants, baby. <laughs> and, and thanks so much. It's really an honor to be on your, on your show yeah. and uh, to uh, learn more about the city through you guys. So thanks for everything you do. We you, will be you your friends, tour guides you anytime. friends. Yes, we have to do that Chinatown one for sure. Yeah. You guys bring the coffee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Precious. <laughs> my precious <laughs> thank you very much Woo-hoo. Yay. darling it's 2 a.m
You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to our guests, Hunter and Lexi Pence. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by treating yourself to a digital Chronicle edition at sfchronicle.com slash pod. 